Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 1080. Christian Capel is next. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How do you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague is brought to you by Pelican Brewing, born at the beach. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Friday, brought to you in the fan by Pelican Brewing Company, born at the beach online at pelicanbrewing.com. And uh, excited for this one, and he is officially the first guest in our new studio on the new show, and I'm excited. Hopefully it works. Hey, uh, Christian Capel of The Athletic. Christian, can you hear us? I can, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, We're one for one. I love it. At Christian Capel on Twitter. Give him a follow. He covers the Huskies for The Athletic. Uh, I'm going to ask you to put your weatherman hat on first because we got beeves and Huskies tonight. We're all excited for it. we got a bit of an atmospheric river going on down here in Portland. Uh, What's it look like? What's everybody saying up there? What's the weather supposed to be like tonight? Yeah, uh, looking out the window, it's not good. Definitely pouring, very gray. Not looking forward to going outside here. I take my daughter to daycare, so uh, <laughs> it's it looks like it's going to be pretty miserable. I did see some speculation from some you know some weather people who are you know really looking at the models and stuff that maybe there's a window during the game where mm. it wouldn't be quite as bad. But I'm I'm not holding my breath. I think uh, I think you're going to see your, your first, like, really true bad, bad weather game of the season at Husky Stadium. Yeah. Well, Christian, I, I think we look at the matchup, and we know Dub is a pass-happy team. Pennix is having a great season for them. I, If they end up getting that, the atmospheric river rain and the window isn't great, and it is the weather report that we've heard about, where would you lean? Who do you favor in that game? Because I'd imagine that just changes the dynamic uh, on every front on both sides, right? Yeah, I mean, you would think that it does play into Oregon State's favor just because running the ball kind of is their, their DNA, and they, they're going to want to do that no matter what, and they've been really good at it, and they're, they're built to do that. I think Washington probably has more confidence in its running game um, than you might assume. Like, I, obviously, they've, they've been really good throwing the ball, and, and most of their talent is at receiver and at quarterback. You mentioned Penix having the great year that he's been having. 
I don't know how much they would necessarily back off of the passing game. I mean, if it's just an absolute downpour, raining sideways and crazy winds and stuff like that, they might not have a choice. But, um, you yeah, know, I think, I think they trust Michael Penix Jr. to make the throws he needs to make. I know Ryan Crowd, the offensive coordinator, was talking about how he's, he's got big hands and he can grip the ball well. And, you know, maybe, maybe that, that's a, a factor too. I don't know. But um, I would definitely think that uh, – coming into a 7:30 Friday night game at Husky Stadium and seeing a, a bunch of rain and, and wind and cold, uh, I don't think Oregon State would be upset about that. <laughs> just going to run the football over and over and over again. Christian Cable is our guest at The Athletic. Covers the Huskies. He also does the Say Hey, uh, excuse me, Say Who, Say Pod. I say hey, I always got Willie Mays Willie on Willie Mays, mind. yeah. Say Who, Say Pod, a Washington football podcast at Christian Cable on Twitter. On that note of Oregon State wanting to run the ball, we were just talking about something in, in your latest piece is about you know, the number of blue chippers that are on Washington's defensive roster as compared to years past. One stat that stands out to us, and I'm wondering if you believe in it and buy in it, is it misleading the opponent, the way the game is played out? Washington has the second-best rush defense in the conference to this point in the year, giving up 110 yards per game on the ground, only behind Oregon. Is that is that real to you? Is, that, is, you know, is this a strength of Washington's defense, or is that just they haven't really played teams maybe outside of UCLA that can really punish you on the ground? Well, I think they're certainly better against the run than against the pass. I think that they've, you know, they kind of made a point to address that this offseason. Chuck Morrell, who's their co-defensive coordinator, their play caller, he was asked a couple weeks ago kind of what what accounts for the difference because they were, they were so bad against the run last year and, you know, why are they better at defending it this year? And he just said math, meaning basically they, they're, they're dedicating more guys to the box. They're playing more guys closer to the line of scrimmage. Uh, you know, the safeties, they, they, they've kind of scrapped that too high safety look that uh, everybody got so used to under Chris Peterson and Jimmy Lake. So uh, I, I think they've they've made a point to address that, and I do think they're a lot more vulnerable against the pass than they are against the run. I don't know that I look at them and say that they're a really good run defense. I think it's a little bit like you said, you know, UCLA, um, they want to run the ball, and, and they've got a great running back, and you know, Zach Charbonnet had a great game against them. I mean, there was a three-week stretch there where they gave up a 100-yard rusher um, in three consecutive games, including against Stanford and against Arizona State. So it, it could just be that they haven't faced a team that, yeah, is, is really dedicated to it, that it, is, it's just part of, it's part of their makeup. It's what they want to do first, second, and third. And um, I definitely don't think they've seen – a team as dedicated to running the ball as Oregon State, and I don't know how many offensive lines they've seen as good as Oregon State, so I do think this is a different challenge. Yeah, Christian, you wrote a really good piece kind of highlighting the blue chippers on the defensive side of the football, and and you highlight how many they have. I believe this year they've got four, but you note in the article like their best year was 2016, and maybe maybe their greatest defense ever, and they had three. So it, necessarily, it doesn't necessarily say that you're going to be dominant if you have a ton of four- and five-star guys, but I'm curious – they went from defensive-minded coach for one year, but the Peterson stuff works so well because he knows offense. Jonathan Smith is there at the start of that tenure, but he had two defensive guys that were solidified on that side of the ball. I'm curious how it's evolving for them up north, how they feel the defense is progressing. Because you highlight the secondary's problems, maybe the rush defense is taking the right steps, but how they feel about the defensive side of the football given their coach is offensive-minded and the offense has been the best thing for them. Yeah, I mean, they're playing a little bit differently. Um, it's, it, they're playing more man coverage, uh, whereas I think in the past they, they like to mix in zone more. Uh, like I said, they're, you know, they, they've dedicated more guys to the line of scrimmage, and that's helped with, with some things in their run game. Um, 
they've also just been really banged up. And that, that's kind of another thing I think Washington would tell you is that this will be their first game, you know, barring something that, that we don't know about, where they will have all five of their starting defensive backs starting together um, since week one. And they had all five playing together last week against Cal. Mishael Powell is a, a starting cornerback and kind of one of their leaders. He came back. He didn't start, but he played about half the game. And sounds like he's he's getting closer to full go. So I think they'll they'll have all their guys, and you know maybe that'll be a, a more fair barometer of kind of where they're at defending the pass. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know they they lost Trent McDuffie and Kyler Gordon, two of the better corners in the country, to the NFL draft, first round pick and a second round pick, and there just wasn't that experienced, talented depth behind those guys like you got used to seeing under Jimmy Lake, right? That they'd have a couple guys drafted and, well, here these next two guys who are going to be drafted in, you know, two or three years are just ready to go. That's just kind of not how their depth was set up. They had to go out in the transfer portal and get somebody, Jordan Perryman. Um, you know, Michael Powell, has he impressed the previous staff. But he came he came to them as a walk-on and, and kind of worked his way up and earned a scholarship, and he's become one of their guys. So they've kind of been searching for – you know, for some consistency on the back end. And, yeah, I think between that and, and adjusting to the new scheme and the way that they want to play and, and all those sort of things, um, it's, it's, been a, it's been kind of a rough transition, at least, defending the pass. So I think they felt like they made progress against Cal. They did shut them out in the first half, had some issues in the second half a little bit. But, you know, maybe that got them a little bit of confidence going into, in, into the bye and, and those sorts of things. But, yeah, it's uh, – it's it's not been uh, if you've watched Washington football for the last eight nine years the, the pass <laughs> defense has been a pretty stark step back this year. I, I can't wait to watch the Apple Cup in, in which uh, Washington's the team that airs it out and throws it forty five times a game, and Washington State is the stout defensive team. It's like what world am I living in? Uh, can't get you out of here without a prediction. I know the weather is going to play a big factor. How do, how do you think it plays out tonight? Uh, I think I called it Washington twenty eight, Oregon State twenty four. So I do. I think it'll. I think it'll hit the under. I think was it what fifty four? Yeah. Total I think it's going down quickly too because yeah. of the weather reports. It dropped from <laughs> sixty, I think, to fifty four. So yeah, I'd be right there. Yeah. So I, I think it'll. I think it'll be low, uh, you know, lower scoring than you're accustomed to seeing from Washington this year, primarily because of the weather. I think Oregon State's defense is also just really good. Um, but I, you know, Washington's played a lot better at home this year than they have on the road, like most teams do, and they've been pretty unstoppable offensively. So. Um, I think, you know, I think it'll be a great matchup. I think, you know, Jonathan Smith uh, always seems to have something up his sleeve, and, Mm -hmm. you know, they'll they'll know how to attack that defense, but um, I think Washington, the home field is enough to make the difference. Yeah, they've been really good at home, and Oregon State struggling on the road, so we'll see if that trend continues tonight. Christian Cable, he covers Washington football for the Athletic. Go give him a follow on Twitter, at Christian Cable. You can also check out the Say Who Say Pod, a Washington football podcast. We always appreciate the time, man. Uh, uh, good luck going outside. Hopefully you got your umbrella ready to go, and uh, thanks as always for the time in Portland. We appreciate it. All right, thanks, guys. There you go. Christian Cable of the Athletic. Did that sound okay? Did our mic sound okay? Because uh, I noticed that yesterday with, when Isaac and Sook brought on Lanning, that there's something about when they bring the when we bring the phone up that the mics change. You sounded like you were talking through a paper towel tube. Yeah. As soon as the phone got on, you sounded like you were talking through a yes. paper towel tube. It sounded kind of like this. I don't know what that is. It's kind of weird. I mean, we'll get it dialed yeah. in. It's day two in the new studio. But now I feel like I'm back to normal. I feel like that's gone away. But it's a yeah. It instantly changed as soon as the line yeah. went down. But it it's technically really day one. 
Uh, for us, it is. Yesterday yeah. was it's, preseason. It's day one, and Yesterday it's still was not. Uh, <laughs> it was. It, there was a, the full slate of shows wasn't here. No, no. counties. And it, it's still not a permanent setup. No. No, we don't have the board quite running the way it's going to run. So there's still, there's still things being patched together. I didn't, uh, could you hear that, right? Could you tell that? That was just sounding a little I, different. I'm guessing somehow we're, your mics are getting looped back into the telephone feed ah, a little bit. but yeah. uh, That makes sense. So Well, anyways, it's good info from Christian Capel. He likes the Huskies. That would technically be a cover for Oregon State if his final score hits. Yeah. Uh, four and a half is the line, 28-24. A lot of people like the under tonight. Uh, let's, by the way, stick around because I may or may not have a prize bribe for you on the other side. Also, let's take a look at the Pac-12 slate this weekend, man. Some really interesting games, some games we don't really want to talk about. Uh, let's dive into the Pac-12 football. We'll get to some NFL stuff in the big showdown weekend in college football coming up at the top of the hour. We're back after this on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 